Okay. Welcome to Digital Bounds Weekly Podcast, where we talk gaming, lifestyle, and tech. I have Donald here with me. Hi, everybody. All right. I'm Leon Hitchens, and let's jump in. We're going to do what first? We want to cover the game. Let's do E3, right? E3, yeah. Let's do a little recap of E3. You want to cover your stuff first? Okay, well, I guess the big one is Microsoft's event, what they announced. Everything for Xbox One. Well, yeah, because the 360 is no longer really a thing. They're trying to push everybody to upgrade now. They have backwards compatibility for their uh, Xbox 360 games on Xbox One. That was one of their biggest stories, too, because... Not everybody has like some incentive to move up, you know, they're not just gonna lose all their games. Well, but there's only a few titles supported right now, right? Well, yeah, it's not a good they kind of said it was all It's gonna be close they wanna bring the whole backlog of games. I think they're probably gonna vote, like you can put it in what you'd like to see in there and take like the top titles that they get. I don't know, I think they wanna do all the back titles because if they could get a full back stock of all the Xbox three hundred sixty games over the past 10 years, that why, why would anybody want to buy a PS4? You would buy the Xbox One over that because you have all those back games. PS4 said they're not going to have backwards compatibility anyway. PS4 also has a lot more titles, though. When they released PS4, Xbox One first came out, I had a set of few titles. See, right now they have... Honestly, they have pretty decent last game. FIFA Soccer... You had Halo, the Halos, of course, you can't just say no to that. I'm surprised they didn't do this earlier and say this was part of it, because a lot of people that I know, they either gave away their Xbox 360 games or sold them. Yeah, they got ripped off at GameStop. <laughs> but now everybody's going to be able to upgrade. Like, I still have my 360. I could upgrade my 360 with Microsoft right now for $150 credit. That's more than I get at GameStop for sure. GameStop for sure. Oh, yeah. It looks like they're releasing all the Xbox 360 games that have like future release games for the title, like series. Like, so you have like, Rainbow, like Tom Clancy games, Halo games, Call of Duty games. Just oh, these are some old games, like the first Call of Duty, Call of Duty 2, Call of Duty 3. These are old. I don't even know if they're free Xbox 360 for the original. I don't know the difference really. Because the 360 and the Xbox. The 360 like, could have played the original Xbox games, right? I'm not sure. It's too long ago for me. Pretty I'm sure. still. That's right. Old ones, like Epic City. Oh man, I'd love to play that on the Xbox Three, on the Xbox One. Okay, what else do we have? Oh, okay, we had Hololens from them, which I think is super duper cool because. It's 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 augmented reality. It's not virtual reality. It's a little more. So you have like a coffee table in front of you, and you can play your Minecraft game right there. And that's I guess that's the only reason they bought Minecraft is to show out Hololens and show what the capability of it well, is. Another thing was it was Microsoft showing that Minecraft is under their their control now. You know, after they bought it from um, what's the company? Did they bought the whole Mojang. They bought the oh, whole yeah. company, right? Yeah, yeah. They did. So that was Microsoft's big release on Minecraft. They were supposed to release like a bigger update for it, you know. Like but but HoloLens, you're gonna be able to play the game like on your coffee table and you'll be able to hit it hit like blocks that really aren't there but they're they're 
you're in, they're in your, your headset. So you're going to be sitting there and you're able to build a castle and destroy it just by think yeah. touching it. Like it, it seems, yeah. it seems complicated more than it should be, especially for a game that's so simple. It was pretty complicated. I was lost with it on the first five minutes. I don't understand what he was doing. I don't know, even, um, even other people that I know that don't really like gaming, they're they thought it was really cool and it was something that they could like get into because it's your casual gamer. Like the Hololens is going to be your next uh, your next Wii. Yeah, the, everyone's going to have it, one. It was cool because it's like this new, you know, their first people to do that. But then again, Xbox. You would think though, by releasing something so innovative and crazy. They would do it on a bigger game than Minecraft, though, which is it. But Minecraft is a huge game. It, it appeals to everyone from your, your casual like, gamer to, like, your hardcore gamer. Like, everybody wants to play it. Everybody's watching it on YouTube and Twitch. So it's kind of that game that is able to get everybody into it. Speaking of Twitch, we should cover YouTube gaming. Ooh, okay. About well, we got a segue right there. Let's go right into the YouTube gaming. So I don't I don't know too much about Oscar using other definitely Twitch. Well, my understanding is it's gonna it's gonna kind of combine YouTube and YouTube gaming, which would be like live streams and all that. So you have, they've always had the live stream. Yeah, but you didn't you didn't really have them. You had them for like events. So like if if you and I wanted to go like just live stream us right here, it'd be easy. Yeah. But if you wanted to hook your Xbox One into it, it would be hard. But they're bringing in people like PewDiePie to come and game, and other big YouTubers that are big on YouTube for gaming. They're going to bring it over to YouTube Gaming, which is going to be a separate site, gaming.youtube. All right. Is that all of it? Now that So on the site, we have um, the virtual reality at South by Southwest article. I'll link it down below in our, our little notes. But um, I got to wear – it's called the Gear VR. And I was looking for this article. I always saw you wearing this. It's kind of it's it's virtual reality. It's it's not anything related to like Hololens really, but it's it's kind of the stepping stone where you have virtual reality like Oculus Rift and Gear VR, where you just the Gear VR you're slapping your your uh, what is it Note for, and then you get to go and take a tour of Paris or Tokyo, and it was pretty cool. This is pretty cool. Like it was fun to do it. Like. But there's no hardware buttons. Like everything's you got to figure out. There's like a button on the side, so you're not touching things with your hand. And like Oculus is doing like motion controllers, which might be cool, but it sounds more complicated than it's, it should be. You know, it's gonna have a lot of trouble here. Bring stuff that complicated into the game. Well, virtual realities and augmented reality is really something that we've wanted since like the '70s. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what is it? Star Trek kind of set this up for us and Star Wars and all that. All those futuristic titles. But anyways, back on to uh, YouTube gaming. I feel like YouTube can really do something good with this because they have a really big franchise and uh, a lot of money behind Twitch was a really uh, newly developed thing. It sounds a lot of problems now. Well, you, you know how Twitch started, right? It was started by gamers. Not really. It was, um, it used to be called Justin TV. And it was where you kind of just like streamed like what you were doing that day or you talked to somebody on the other side. So it was like a live cam show sort of. And then more people started picking it up and playing games on it. And then Justin TV kind of 
transformed it into Twitch to where it's become your staple of gaming where if you think streaming games, you go to Twitch. Yeah, it's really tricky how gaming because it's not gaming, it's gaming talk shows. Well, I think the only reason they do that is really because you have the Xbox One, PS4, and like your laptop, your PC Master Race. You guys, they all have apps and they're easy to stream to Twitch now. It doesn't take take a lot of effort. And you don't need like extra accessories like such as your PBR mm-hmm. or those live stream trips that go straight from Xbox 360. With that being said, though, it's still kind of complicated. You know, it's still tiny Xbox. It's hard to get viewers. But that that's all because it's such a saturated market. Like even even like just having a YouTube channel is kind of hard to get out there beyond 20 subscribers. But if YouTube can find easy ways to let people play on their Xbox One and like stream especially since they have a massive network of people, maybe more viewers could catch on and people will actually watch those obscure streams where this little kid's playing Minecraft and then they turn around and watch PewDiePie play League of Legends or whatever he's going to be playing that day. I think it's just mainly all those big games on the internet. Like the Syndicate and um, all your optic gamers, those competitive Gamers, I mean, they're all going to be on there, and they're they're going to have your live streams, and they're also going to have their YouTube content they make mm-hmm. on that YouTube gaming. And from my understanding, though, it saves your live streams and posts that as a video. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people are going to be attracted to that because it's cool. I like watching live streams personally. I think it's fun, like seeing like how people are actually playing you know, after before like all the edits and before all that stuff. Especially with all the mess ups and all the accidents they had and all the stuff. You know? It's also good for people that want to see what the game looks like before they buy it. Because that's how I kind of gauge my games sometimes. I go, oh, you know what? I don't know if I want this title. I'm going to wait to see. because That's true, because you're actually seeing someone play it. You're not seeing all their highlights. It's all the cool mm-hmm. moments in the end. You're actually seeing what they get in there from the game. Yeah, but that's not going to take away from them doing those like real quick shoots and editing and jump cuts and making their gameplay look amazing because they're still going to stream and then they're going to take that stream, edit the video, and create a highlight reel. And it's all going to be on gaming right there with YouTube. That's part of YouTube gaming. You know, I want to see them do something big. Hopefully it's a lot simpler Twitch. I'm hoping it like spurs Twitch to go, you know what, we have to pick our game up and create right. some competition because if who, who competes against Twitch? No, really? they're, they're one with kind right now, as of right now. One of those first-gen services. You think YouTube gaming is going to have like an app like Twitch, you know, where you can stream straight from your Xbox One or your PS4 or they um, have to. Steam or something, you know? They really have to. If they don't, users aren't going to want it. I think what YouTube gaming could do to make it different is you have all these games on your phones. There's no way to stream onto, onto Twitch, really, from your phone. Wouldn't I would love to do that on some of those games. There's getting more advanced games on your iPhone, especially now. It's getting We've been real big on that. Uh, oh, Shutter. Oh, yeah. It's pretty funny. No, that's not, that's not a game really that you can like stream. Yeah. I would like to watch someone do it. Talk. It's, it's too much action. You know, you have like the game, and you have just like the pretty big waiting process before stuff happens. It's like your Clash of Clans, you know. You're going to watch somebody build their town hall. But, but the Clash of Clans, they actually have videos online on YouTube. And they're rating something. 
Yeah, but that's still the interesting the live stream they're rigged. Different from just recording it and putting it on there. They could re- stream it live and then talk over it and then just go offline. So instead of having like long live streams, they'd be maybe 10 minutes. The build up sure. to the battle, that is true, yeah. and then the raid, the damage, all that. And then after that, like the Fallout Shelter game, I love it because it reminds me of like what, three years ago when we had Tiny Towers? <laughs> yeah. And I love that game, but. <laughs> It's kind of like a predecessor to that. Is it? They pretty much like twisted it around and made it into a Fallout edition. Well, you think about it. They said that they were designing the game before, like, when the iPhone originally came out. What's that? Tiny Towers? No, uh, Fallout. Fallout Shelter. They were designing it back way when the iPhone first came out, and they never had like a release because they really couldn't take advantage of all the touch features and everything until recently. That game's fun, but I have a lot of flaws. It keeps crashing on me. I haven't had any crash. I do hate that I uh, navigate away from the app real quick, and I come back, and it makes me, mm-hmm, makes me go all the way through, and I'm like, oh. It is a game, but that game is fun. It's just being a phone game. It's a free game, let alone that. Yeah, and there's no, like, and you, you get coins or, what is it, bottle caps very easily. Like, yes, yeah, so you can buy more, but it's really easy to just to get the caps from doing rushing jobs or making sure your citizens are, what do they call them? Dwellers? Yeah, the dwellers. The dwellers happy, and it really keeps people from, like, paying for everything. Like, you don't have to, but there's that and feature in there. It's not too hard, but it's not too easy at the same time. I like that I like that it kept, like, it's all uh, aspects, you know, like your anabol, because <laughs> post-nuclear, and, and you can send your you dwellers out. Go out to the wasteland, you know, Raiders can attack you. There's problems in the wall. Roaches, fires, you know, babies are born. Well, but that, that's kind of it's hyping everybody up for Fallout Four. Yeah, Fallout Four. Pretty hyped up right now. Yeah, after eight years. Is, has it been, been that long? Years. It's been a long time. Oh man. And not eight years. Almost. It's like what, four, four, five? Years. four, five, six years. Four, five, six years since Vegas. It has been a long time. And all the, like the fake releases, all the stuff. But, but that's what I'm gonna say. Worry about Fall Four, you know? No, like no um, sneak peeks or nothing before E3. Yeah. So there's a lot of hype. I mean, everyone had a new Fall because Fall is a pretty big franchise. You know, it drew a lot of attention from what do you call those people? You know, like anybody like the post nuclear or an apocalyptic game. Yeah. But it's it's really that role playing game that everybody thinks about. When you think RPG, you think uh, Call of Duty. When you think like role playing, sort of, is uh, Fallout Four, where you have Pit Boy, all that stuff. And what, what's the main character's name? Uh, he is a Fallout player. Is he? Yeah, there's no main character on that. Actually, there was, I thought there was somebody else, but this this one shows. Uh, it's in Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah, they're supposed to say in Boston. Which. I want I want one in Texas. Like I think that would be cool. Yeah, they have to draw it to a certain place, you know, that's gonna draw a lot of attention. Like Texas, Texas doesn't stand a chance, really. Yeah, you but know, you the last place was Vegas, and before that was the Capital Wasteland, which was um, Washington. You know, you gotta have like really like touristic places like that. You know, where do you put? I guess if they did Texas, the best place they could do would be uh, near San Antonio. San Antonio or Houston, or Houston, you got the beach area. I think that's also about like the historical like events of the place. You know, like 
That is true, where you have all the the set out. They, they really go back to the store and kind of tell you what's going on and everything. All four supposed to release uh, this year. November 10th. That's the release day. Until then, I'm sure they're going to release a lot of stuff. So, the player in this one, though, it is a character. I looked it up. The player will be the sole survivor of Vault 111, located in Boston. The so only survivor? They will be the sole survivor of that vault. That would be the main, the main player. Interesting. See, but the game also includes like terrain outside of uh, Boston, like mountains and stuff, yeah. which is kind of... That's what I want. I want planes and mountains. They said this is going to be bigger than anything that's ever released. And if you look back on New Vegas and Fallout 3, those were big maps. You know, those are maps that like take days to navigate. Well, I think when and I think big maps, I think the Grand Theft Auto 5. It's going to be real. Grand Theft Auto 5 is pretty big. I like that after that they released all that information, they were saying stuff like Xbox One won't be able to handle. That much, you know. They're gonna be fine. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto games like that. Skyrim, yes. Skyrim's pretty intense. Pretty big. What did you have to see? Do you remember the guy that's got a pre-order of Hogwarts? Yes, and they actually gave it to him because he was the first one to do it. You gotta respect that guy. Yeah, two thousand autographs. You gotta think about how took him to save up for that. But it's kind of. The think about it, it's like, I wonder how many more people are going to send them in now. They're not going They're probably just going to this guy because he's the first. We'll <laughs> give it to him because he's the first, but now they're going to get a bunch more bottle caps, and they're going to have people thinking, like, oh, they'll be able to get it. But, but you know, they're not going to do it. They give it to the first person. That's a lot of money just to give away if somebody gives them 2,000 bottle caps. The guy's name is Gator Machete Jr. Where is he from? Doesn't say. Doesn't say? Yeah, I want to know. was posted on Gator's imagery account. There's response from Bethesda's global community and lead. Bethesda even posted up on their website about it, isn't that great? Oh, yeah, because they wanted to respond and make it like, think how, okay, this is this is cool, this guy did it, this is our fan base. That shows you their fan base of Fallout, the franchise. It just highlights that. What else do we have? We have. Well, on the topic of Bethesda, yeah, the I've never played that at is all. Is this supposed to be a DLC? Tamarind Unlimited? Let's look this up. I don't know. Some some of that stuff's um, outside my, my range of understanding. These games have, have so many things. It is Audition. I'll just let it run, but I can cut this out and edit it out. Okay. Because I'm doing a Periscope. You use Periscope, right? I haven't used Periscope. You know, I've heard about it. I, I really like it because you can talk to people. Like, I have two viewers right now. Really? Yeah, I don't know who they are. So, i got two viewers. Well, it says I have one right now, but it says I have two. So, i got a lot of Twitter followers. I talk to them from time to time. But Is that someone that talked to yeah, you? Yeah, he said, hey. So, you can say hi back. Hey. And What's this? What's his name? Oh. Solo Watts, I believe. Solo Watts, okay. Yeah. Solo. Yeah, that is Audition, though. This is pretty cool. I like it because you can stream it to anybody. So it's like having your live streams that you do on, like, regular... Basis. From anywhere. Yeah. But you can do it from anywhere. Like, I went to the park one day, 
and out on the Sicklow Creek and kind of just did it. So it was kind of cool to just do it and experience what it is. Like, there's some big ones now that are doing it and they're kind of interacting with people. They've, like, created communities together. I know a lot of people from my sports events do it. Well, I think the sports event would be kind of cool because... That's, I, that, is that what drew the attention? No, well, you had um, South by Southwest, you had people talk about Meerkat, which is kind of like the competitor to this. Twitter owns Periscope. They have a competitor to it. Really? Yeah. Is that why it's connected so easily with Twitter? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Meerkat's connected with Facebook now because they're trying to step away from Twitter. And it's kind of interesting. So we can't Twitter connect? Yeah, post it on Twitter. I'm letting it record so we can just have all this edit out little clips and stuff. Boobers. I'll post streaming now. So we're working on um, the Digital Bounds podcast. If uh, you go to your browser, you go to digitalbounds.com. It's a technology blog where we talk gaming, lifestyle, social media, all of that. It, it's like my little pet project that I've been doing for what now? Two, three years almost? And the podcast is going to be, your, we're going to do it, try to do it weekly, but who knows with busy lifestyles. Try to do it weekly. We're going to talk about the big news and kind of see where it goes. I also have the Digital Bounds Weekly Recap where that's a video on YouTube and I kind of talk about the top three news. This will be more in depth. depth. And I just, I kind of like it. Hopefully it's going to be easier for viewers if you want. Well, easier for viewers and easier to... I feel like it's well, more attractive they're not reading. You know how sad that is? Well, yeah, that's how we are. We want to watch in a car. Okay, so technically Meerkat came first. It did come first. Periscope came after. Did someone just tell you that? Yeah. I see. So, like, he's typing to me. But but Periscope came first. Periscope was before Meerkat. Periscope was bought by Twitter before Meerkat. And a new viewer. Interesting. I I've never even heard of uh, the other one, Meerkat. Meerkat? It's uh, it's got the little Meerkat, you know. Meerkat. I've used it before. I don't really Spell like meerkat. it. What's up? Ah, uh, Meerkat. I don't know. Okay. Just like that. <laughs> got it super simple. Meerkat. Okay, I'm getting animals and no, 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 go, 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 go. Okay, Meerkat streams. Yeah, Meerkat stream. I'm almost positive. Have you tried both ones? I've tried Meerkat at South by Southwest. Um, that was kind of fun, but everyone was streaming okay. on Meerkat, so it was kind of slow for me. I need to try this. You know, I, I tried to meet, but like work schedule and doing all sorts of things, it was just so crazy. What are people saying? He was in San Antonio. He was working for Rackspace, one of these guys. Rackspace? Uh-huh. And he was here for three, four months. Four months, I think he said. Uh-huh. And I kept trying to hang out with him, but you know... Yeah. So busy. It's, it's crazy sometimes. He wanted to hang out with gaming or tech or Well, he's into technology and he reads digital bounds, which is always a perk. Interesting. Thank you for reading. Meerkat's video quality is better, but then again I'm on the Sprint network and it can be pretty bad. Uh, we're switching over to Sprint this month. Who do you have right now? Verizon. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna hate yourself, man. Verizon money dude. It, yeah, money. It saves a lot of money. I think we pay. Hey, you know, for the same price. Don't hang out for this. You know, I'm gonna get on it with with you know like 
what do we say to limitations and stuff? Hey, he said you know your stuff. Thank you. But I do like Sprint because I don't really worry about my data caps. But for the most part, I'm on Wi-Fi at HEB and at my house. I don't have a problem. I think the coolest part about this, though, is my smart. Like, I got my Nest. I got to show them my Nest, guys. We're back. The smart house. Look. I got my Nest going on. I'm loving it. It's pretty cool in here, too. Nest, and then I got my pedal watch where I can control my lights up here. So if I wanted to turn on my lights right now, I can go in there. Now he's not my roommate. I wish. Yeah. Something like that, though. Think about getting the Nest or the Wink lights. No Apple Watch. No. I don't. Apple Watch is too expensive for me. Get the Nest. I, I just installed today, literally, what, 30 minutes ago? Literally. Yeah, I came in here to a really high <laughs> apartment, and now it's cool. It It's pretty cool because I wanted to be able to control it when I leave the apartment and make sure it goes in the way mode. Oh, pretty cool. Remember your phone, right? Oh, can't show them. What? You can do it on computer, too? What? Oh, yeah. Nest? I don't yeah. think so. Uh, How's your Chromebook? He's using my Chromebook right now. I really like it. What do you think about it? What do you think about the Chromebook? It's really easy to use. It's smaller. It takes a little getting used to, though. I have my HP there, but I also have Mac here. Okay, so let's jump back on topic. On topic to what we been talking about? Are we going to cover the next thing? Video games? Or do you want to do what's next on video games? Well, video games cover more Elder Scrolls, Halo 5. That looks like all I have. So what's your Twitter handle? My yeah, you want to give it out? As in my username? Yeah. BSB Donald? So, if you want to follow him, his name's Donald, and his Twitter handle is VSB Donald. You can find him. Find him tweet my, I'll tweet it on the Digital Balance. We'll plug him right here. So you can go follow him. He knows his tech stuff, well, mainly gaming, but it's really what he's into. He's our in house game editor. <laughs> yeah. So we'll call him from now on. Executive producer. Oh, executive producer. Okay. I think you have to pay me. Twitter handle. Have you ever heard it that way? I always call it Twitter handle. Okay. Twitter's been crazy lately. So much news. Okay, so let's. Um, well, you want to talk? Let's talk Apple Music real quick. That's something you may know more about. Oh. So Apple Music, we got this here. We got wrote a little article about Taylor Swift. She wrote an open letter to, to Apple Music kind of dissing them, saying that she wanted them to pay artists during a three-month free trial period. And that's what's kind of made Apple Music super big right now. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's a buzz about it because they're trying to compare it to iTunes and say that iTunes is going to, I'm sorry, Apple Music is going to do the same thing that iTunes did to music. Which is what? iTunes kind of like became the status quo. Every artist needed to be on iTunes because digital downloads all came from the iTunes store. So you think digital downloads? What do you think? iTunes. I do, I do use iTunes. So, yeah. And everybody has Apple, in all honesty. I have an iPhone. 
you have an iPhone, and pretty much everybody, all my friends I know, have you're an pretty iPhone. Much, you're, I'm going to say you're forced to use iTunes. And I've never thought it was too bad, but is it different from an artist standpoint? Well, artists, they, they don't get all their money from from Apple Music and App and iTunes. A lot of it goes to producers and the music label and everybody else. So that was a big issue there, is can Apple Music change the status quo that, like, RDO and Spotify has done. And on top of that, Apple Music will be cross-platform. So you'll be able to get Apple Music on your Android phone, which is vastly different than what Apple has done in the past. Doesn't it? Google offers Google Music, right? Yeah, it's Google Music, and it's it's YouTube all access. So you get ad-free YouTube music, and it's so kind of good. If you have Android, why would you use Apple Music? I don't understand you know, but really, it's kind of like what they're trying to set up is like what iTunes did, right? You can never use iTunes on your Android phone. Yeah, that's true. So now if they try to do it, so this is what it's called. It's called Google Play All Access. You get Google Play Music and YouTube Music, where you can do ad-free YouTube plays, which is kind of interesting. Can we follow our viewers on here or can we see what they're doing is that how it works? Am I tweeting from Twitter? No, they're they're on the, my Periscope stream. So if oh. you if you tune in, you go to my YouTube, I mean my Twitter account, yes. you will be able to tell who's there and you can talk to them too. How is that? Go to search for Leon Hitchens. Leon Hitchens. Okay, and then I go to your Periscope. Yeah, push my Periscope, and you will be able to talk with them and everything. Who are you? I'm not sure who tweeted me. I'm on my Periscope right now. But, uh, oh, it's Yo-Yo Ramon. Somebody I work with. Right here. So you'll be able to see what I do. But turn down the sound so it doesn't reverberate over here. Where is this at? Hey, turn it up. You just press it? Yeah. So I got that set up. But you're able to talk to them types of them. I don't know. You know what? You're on the web. You can't do that. You can only see what they're saying. Can you stream from a computer? No. Yeah. Only from your phone. Which is kind of, it's kind of fun because then you can go anywhere with it. It's also limiting. Limiting? Yeah, but everybody has a phone. Except for if you have an iPhone, you have no space on it. Well, why are you buying a 16 gigabyte version? It's free. <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather get the bigger ones. <laughs> I bet you okay. so, Let's see. Can I talk about can I talk about my drop cam stuff? Nest? Okay. So you you guys I got Wink Smart Lights, the GE Link Smart Lights, and they're pretty cool. I'm able to turn off my my uh, lights from my watch. Or my phone, and I think that's one of the coolest things is being able to do that. On top of that, what else can I do? Oh, I have my Nest, my Nest connected, my Nest thermostat connected to the, the AC already, and I'm able to set like when I go away and what temperature I want to set in the house. And I think that's that's pretty neat being able to do that. And because it it tweets out to everybody, so like that person who retweeted me does that. But let's talk about 
like the smart home and the Internet of Things. So the Internet of Things is where everything's kind of being connected. So you have your thermostat connected, your lights connected. You can even have like your kitchen oven connected, your crock pots. Are you serious? Yeah. What? what can that do to your kitchen oven? Like you can, it can tell you what temperature's at, and you can set the temperature. You can monitor what's cooking in there, and it, it's kind of it's just making your appliances more complicated, but at the same time, it's simplifying it with your phone. That's crazy. Because I, I use my phone for my for like my TV to control my Xbox. I use my phone for that. I use my phone practically everything. And you know, when I'm cooking, I'm using it for recipes. So it's always yeah, it's always there. I have to do that too. But so what do you think about the, the lights? I think it's neat. It's it's kind of crazy. Like so so simple as like a light or a thermostat has to be controlled by your phone, but it's also pretty cool. It's new, it's, it's new, but it's also more complicated. Like Katie, she kind of, she was like, I want to have a light switch, a simple light switch to just be able to turn it on and off instead of having to pull out her phone and turning it off, which it can be a nuisance at time. But I think me being able to turn off my lights when I left the apartment and if I were left in a rush, mm-hmm. I can turn them off from afar. If I'm coming home, and I'm outside the door, I can turn the lights on from outside mm-hmm. without even hitting the light switch. Or I'm going to have it all set up to where when the Nest thermostat kicks in, like if it thinks there's something wrong, like with the Nest protects, I'll get those later, the fire detectors. Mm-hmm. If something's wrong or if the Nest, the Nest cam detects motion, lights can turn on, it can deter robberies. It, it's kind of cool just to be able to see all that. It is neat. You know, I've had Xbox One for, what, two weeks now? Yeah, two weeks now. What do you, what do you think about it, though? Yeah, I, I still miss emotions about upgrading and spending that much money to upgrade. But it's so cool to have, like, having the latest thing. You know, I, I switched from Xbox 360, so it's not too crazy. You know, I didn't switch from my PlayStation or computer or anything. It's just the next up. I don't like it. I have all the same games that I would play pretty much in Battlefield. Did you buy those games or did you just uh, have, you know when you remember when um when you bought Destiny or uh Call of Duty Advanced Warfare when you were the they gave you the digital copy for yeah. both? Yeah, that's what that's how I then you they gave you a free game with it. So I got Battlefield of course because I don't have Battlefield and I bought Minecraft and then I also play um Grand Yeah, just your bigger name games. Your classic ones. So you're gonna get Fallout 4. Course. Halo okay. 5 for sure. Halo 5, okay. Anything else? Like, um, I'm, looking into, I'm looking into uh, Elder Scrolls just because, like, you know, it's Bethesda and also a big fan of them. But I've never actually been a fan of Skyrim yet. It's a lot harder than Fallout, if you ask me. I, I like Skyrim, but it was also very complicated. It was complicated. Because you had all these, like, potions and spells and uh, everything. And you have a game like Fallout that is so simple. Everything about Fallout is simple. Because it's a role-playing game, it just sends you through the thing. Yeah, exactly. I've never been a fan of role-playing games because it sends you through so quickly. I like being able to play like um, Battlefield, Call of Duty, Grand Theft Auto. You kind of chose your path and what you did. It was like open worlds. Grand Theft Auto is a role-playing game. Well, you did the story. Yeah, you could. I also liked a lot about um, Fallout was, you know, you didn't have multiplayer, which is like, it's crazy that it is. Like, why would you do something that's not multiplayer? Because you're stepping away from a competitive game. You're stepping into something that's all you, just you having fun with nothing else. 
I also really like Minecraft. Well, Minecraft, I build stuff, I destroy it, and then I'm able to just go go explore it. And that's yeah, we should play with our friends and then have fun. Yeah. This is not the. You have a game so simple like Minecraft, you can't not like it, you know, because it's so. I don't know, it's, it's so simple. How can you get mad at a game so simple? Well, it does get, it does get frustrating. Like when you blow your house up or something? You blow your house up, your creepers come. Destroys things. You die when you have like a golden or a diamond pickaxe, and you just got it, and you're like, "What the heck?" So you have to explore back to where you were. Or if you play with me, it's all I work. It's true, but I, I got a Minecraft server now on a laptop, so you get your laptop going. We can play online together. It's, it's, it's fun. I like. It, it's fun to be able to play with people, like real people. You play League of Legends. Sometimes. I'm not that great. Can this stream league over this? This can stream league. Can this? No. This can't? Uh-huh. It's Chromebook. All it does is Chrome. That's all it does is the browser. Really? Is it made by Google? Yeah, it's a Google product. Interesting. Why do I don't why just, You can't screw it. Oh, okay. Literally just Chrome. So no apps do nothing? No apps. It's all internet stuff. How much are these? 200. Okay. Well, I have it. It's cheap and I use it for digital bounds. The only thing you can use it for? What well, are the people tweeting as? He, he said, uh, unless you sideload Deblin, which is a Linux build, so you can put Linux on there and you can do apps like your native like games and stuff, but it won't be that powerful. Pirate stuff. I, I think I tried it on my Acer one. I had a long time ago, but... I don't think it worked that well. I like Crisco, man. It's cool. I like that people are like interacting, so it's easy for them. Wait, it's easy because all you gotta do is connect your Twitter account and you're able to go and talk to people right away. So that's why streams up, you don't even have to make an account. You just, connect you just connect your Twitter account. Do go do it on your phone. Delete one of your little apps and go do it on your phone, and you can stream like right away. Shit. I got four web viewers. I don't know where they're from, anything. Shout out to them. To the web viewers? Can you come to your Wi-Fi? Uh, Can you want to be real on the yeah. Let me type it in before I give everybody the Wi-Fi password. Just in case anybody comes over. I'm going to cover YouTube gaming. Yeah, forget about that. I'm going to have to sit here for an hour to edit this video because I'm going to have to listen to it. I mean, not the video, the audio. That'll be okay. But we'll also have the stream, which you can download. Uh, oh, you can? Yeah, I can download it and like use it for later on. Do that. Yeah, I'll download it. I also have my GoPro we should have used. We should have hooked it up right here. Tune in next week to see our faces. Yeah, we'll be able to do that next week. Faces from our GoPro. I'll be able to live stream it to... Uh, what can I live stream it to? What's the other... Oh, Ustream. That'd be kind of cool. Well, you know what's so funny? I had, I had just got my paycheck break, and I was going to either buy the newest GoPro or an Xbox One. And my girlfriend got the GoPro for her birthday because she's going on a vacation trip. Mm. So I was like, okay, and the Xbox One. See, I, I, went, awesome. I went with like money, spend it on the Nest, spend it on the Wink Lights, that sort of thing. You need to get your Xbox One. I don't know, I oh, he took forever to get an Xbox One, so I was like, nah, wait. Expensive. Let me just They are not cheap, really. I used the Xbox One. I got it used. Oh, really? What, how much did you get it for? 
320. Really? Still that much? Yeah. But it also came with the freaking. I should have just you know, for 30 bucks more. I should have got the Halo edition. That's, I, really I want the white edition. Xbox cool. right, One. I don't have any accessories for it or anything yet. I have an Xbox One controller. No so, Xbox One. No, no. The next thing I want to buy though is uh, the Nest Cam, so I can have a camera stream all the time. So if like maintenance workers or somebody comes in here or something, watch your. Eyes. I can see what they're doing. Also, I can just—it's just—I think it'd be makes me feel a little more safe to be able to watch what's going on in my house, apartment while I'm gone. And it connects with the nest, which is cool. Let's see what my girlfriend's saying. Okay, I'm gonna drop off Periscope for a little while. Okay. You wanna cut the stream real fast? It's a